In the age of Spotify, local record stores are getting harder and harder to find. But you should check out Old Gold Vintage Vinyl Pop-Up Record Shop, which is located in the heart of Osborne Village at Urban Waves on 187 Osborne Street. Old Gold is providing Winnipeg with a vast selection of quality used vinyl, collectible and essential titles from rock, psychedelic, progressive, classic, hard and heavy metal, blues, folk, reggae, world grooves, soul, funk and R&B, jazz and special interest. You can follow the new shop on Instagram at Old Gold Vintage Vinyl 204 for new arrival updates and much more. Hey folks, this is my interview with local punks One of Us. They're relatively new to the Winnipeg music scene as a band, having only been around for a couple of years, but they're definitely veterans in the local punk rock community. One of Us has a number of high-profile shows happening in the relatively near future, including a gig this Friday at the Park Theatre for the Jarvis Fire Band's Benefit Show. That's a show in support of all the bands who lost equipment and other stuff in the fire that happened to the warehouse on Jarvis Avenue. And it's one of one of many uh, fundraisers that's actually happening for those artists. And this one, again, it's the Park Theatre, happening Friday night with one of us, the Sorrells, and Dinner Club. The band has a couple of other big shows happening in the near future as well, opening for the likes of Good Riddance and Propagandy. And we had a really good conversation about melodic hardcore, skate punk, pop punk, whatever you want to classify the genre as, and its staying power. And what the scene is like as guys who have been doing this for 20 years and are still doing it and how things have changed. So they also performed an awesome acoustic song live for the podcast, which is really one of the highlights of the live performances I think we've had on the show in a while. And um, I really didn't know what to expect. I'd heard some of their full band material and I had no idea they would sound that good acoustic, but they do. The harmonies are great. uh, The guitars sound great. It's just really worth listening to. There's also a video on uh, Facebook of that live performance and so far it's got over a thousand views which is great the more this stuff gets shared the more bands like one of us get heard by a wider audience the more which police radio gets heard by a wider audience so it's really just a win-win and the first song you'll hear on this episode uh partway through the interview is uh, a new recording uh something they haven't released yet it's actually just a live off the floor demo but it gives you an idea of kind of the new direction uh they're going in and it's pretty similar to the old direction it's just maybe they sound tighter and more together and it's just a really good song so uh, I don't want to call them an up-and-coming band because even though again they're relatively new to the scene as one of us they're definitely not new to the scene as individuals Uh, a lot of them have played in bands together before over the years they've all played in notable bands in the punk scene going back to the late 90s and it's just generally a great conversation hope you enjoy the show you're listening to Garbage Show, one of its first podcast network. Please Radio. This is the second consecutive week that I am in some weird uh, semi-rural, but also kind of in the city uh, location. Last time I got sent in the opposite, complete opposite direction of this. And I interviewed uh, Heartsleeve, and that, this, that was even farther out of the city. So this at least is like I recognize some of the streets on the way here. But w- where are we exactly? Like this is St. Andrews, is the name of the. Uh... Yeah, we're in uh, St. Andrews. Okay. 
<laughs> it's very, very to the point. Yeah, the, yeah. the heart of St. Andrews. The heart of St. Andrews. Right on Main yeah. Street, right? Oh. This is Main Street? Yeah. 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 See, yeah, the yeah. Main Street part makes sense. And then it yeah. starts getting uh, farmer's fieldy sort of a little bit. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I made it here. And um, I think because there's so many people sitting around the table, best way to do it is if you just want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band, and then we can sort of go from there. So, Jordan, play the drums. Okay. Mike, play guitar. My name is Neil, and I sing. I'm RJ, and I play bass. And we're missing one person, right? Yeah, we're missing Brady, who's our second guitarist. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Um, and I guess, like, you know, I listened to what I could find of your stuff online. I know there's not a lot of it yet, but one of the things I just wanted to ask straight off, maybe not the, the usual way I would start this, but what do you think is the ongoing appeal of, whether you want to call it melodic hardcore or skate punk or, you know, that 90s sort of style of punk rock. Because to me, I mean, I, I like it. I liked it then. I like it now. But to me, it's very stuck in a time and place. Like when I think of melodic hardcore, I'm thinking of like 1998 or something, right? And for some reason, it, it still works all these years later. And there's a lot of bands that are still doing it. But a lot of them are guys who did it then and are still doing it now rather than like, you know, 18-year-olds coming up and playing this stuff. So what, what works about it for you guys? Like why does that style of punk rock kind of still appeal um well i think there's there's sort of like a resurgence that's sort of happened yeah as of recent times we're fortunate that all of us are you know either in our 40s or nearing our 40s yeah, yeah, and yeah. like well, you said too, yeah. yeah have yeah. played you know for a long period of time so we're very fortunate that you know the five of us congregated together and then started writing these songs that we all you know dig and and that yeah like that that skate punk sort of uh style is it was really popular back then it's almost like it's like everything like bell bottom jeans go out yeah. of style you yeah know, it's like it's almost like there's about to be a resurgence of that skate punk sort of style and i i love playing it with with these guys for sure okay. for me i think it's just it's like my classic rock you know for, sure yeah for yeah. 40 it's classic rock right yeah yeah our parents listen to led zeppelin whatever they were yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't. No, I, for sure, yeah. I think when you, you get a certain age, you get stuck in that era, right? You don't get out. Yeah. Of it. Well, like, there's a theory that whatever you listen to when you first started getting into music at like 13 or something, that is always your favorite shit. That's like, your, that's it, your it you, can't, you can't lose it, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. maybe not because I was really big into Black Sheep, which is like this huge like uh, <laughs> rap group that are very vulgar and yeah, I don't. I don't listen. <laughs> to that. I don't listen to that anymore. No. Well, occasionally. No, but I think you're right though. Like. Um, I think Lagwagon had a song in the 90s, won't be back until I'm 48 years old. Right. And he's 48, probably past that now. But yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's, I think he's like just turning 50. I don't know, but I also think like the music is just good. It's just, because it, radio music is always going to be kind of the same yeah. shit that regurgitates <laughs> itself. And so I guess now this shit is starting to regurgitate itself. Right. And, uh, but it just appeals, you know, still to an underground um perspective fair enough yeah people, yeah right you know? did you think the the energy of it like the older you get you think the energy of it still applies like you know because you know when, when you're like 16 playing a band oh, that yeah. physicality of playing in a punk band is you know that's yeah. a huge part of it like yeah. do you still get that now well at this point like, like look at propaganda I, I know and they get better right? every time every look year. at what yeah. they're doing yeah. right those guys are like 50s nearing 50s right and they're kicking ass every night right? but i feel so. like they're almost freaks in the sense that like yeah. most bands when they get to that point in their careers they sort of just play the hits and then that didn't go home you know but like the, mm -hmm. that's a rare band that is consistently yeah. improving with every release somehow like, totally yeah. yeah and also like bad religion just released a new album sure, right yeah. that's yeah. that's that's pretty good and good riddance who we're playing with soon right yeah yeah they're they're you know they're those are the quintessential like old like 
like skate punk bands that were sort of like my youth growing up, yeah, right? Sure. So yeah. to see those guys still killing it is 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 awesome, right? And for us to just be doing what we're doing right now, we're just doing it to have a good time, write good songs, and get people stoked. Yeah. And yeah, so it's it's nice to see yeah the older dudes still rocking, and you know I I'd love to grow to be a part of that. For yeah. Sure. There's a difference though, like when you're playing on stage, yeah, you got energy because you're like in the moment, you yeah. feel good about it. It hurts more though, right? But if you're fucking standing in front of the stage, yeah. No, you're not standing in front of the stage. You're standing in the back. Against the wall. You're sitting in the back at a table. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no way you're gonna go stand in front unless you know you're. 30 or younger maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know yeah, I've made the mistake of going to the front of the stage in this old age for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Woken up with bruised ribs. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't want to dwell too much on like the, you know, the old nature of it because I mean, but, but like, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to ask about that is sort of things, you know, over time things change, right? The way the sounds change, things develop into new, new sounds, subgenres, branch off into other subgenres of subgenres like why does this type of punk rock seem to work still like i can't, I can't, figure, I can't figure it out because it, it still sounds good it doesn't seem to uh yeah it hasn't been affected by that like it hasn't turned into like a, you know a techno hip-hop version of that you know what well, i mean I think like it has, it's, it's just it's it has, pure it stays pure it has a lot of other elements in it it's not just like it, it has merged elements from other genres right, right? it brings in there's some metal me- yeah there's metal there's rock there's a lot of vocal melody yeah a lot of shit is really catchy got good messages most of the time right yeah that's, that's true yeah. right so that appeals to i think a lot um more uh, disenfranchised people uh, which may feel you know not part of the norm so right the underdog or the the geek in the back of his the class or whatever that perspective still exists and sure I think it still appeals to a lot of kids right? yeah yeah i think it's definitely like as opposed to like top top 40s top 100s right this this type of music more has something that like RJ saying is those, those kids that sort of you know grew up you know in tough situations yeah. they sort of rely on the music and the music provides them a source of relief and um, if I could if we could write a song that you know did that for anybody and only one person that I'd be absolutely stoked right yeah. so I think yeah because yeah, we probably all grew up with elements of that kind of um, outcast feeling right so. It, it never really goes away. You, you grow up, but you still kind of harbor that shit. Yeah. You just get maybe better at writing about it. Yeah, better yeah. at hiding it. <laughs> you, try, you try not to pass it to your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We all like... Your kids yeah. are listening to Top 40 and Queen and yeah. stuff like Like three of us have Queen's kids, up. right? Yeah. Three yeah. of us have kids, so... It's, yeah, that adds a dynamic into writing music. Oh, for right? sure, yeah, yeah. Right? So, I mean, I haven't played in a band since I had kids. Like, I just did... <laughs> I do this instead, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What did you play in before? Oh, I was in a bunch of shitty bands, um... The most recent one would probably have been the Mouthboat, which was like a noise punk outer space theme okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like in early two, mid two thousands, I guess. Mm, it's nice. been a while. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah ever play a show together? I don't know. Okay. I mean, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere along. I was in a bunch of bands before driving. that too, and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a whole five years of blackout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great genre of music to be a, a part of, and I I feel like like we like I was saying how fortunate the five of us are to meet each or. We've known each other somewhat, but to develop a band, it's like yeah. now we're really sort of pushing that back. Like, okay, let's bring that style back, yeah. and let's do our own sort of mix on it, and you know, kick some fucking ass, and let's just have a good time, and people, you know, be happy. You yeah. know, try and be positive with the music, but 
you know, unfortunately, writing happy songs all the time isn't the best way of, uh, you know, really relating to somebody, so. But you're playing a style of music that doesn't necessarily have to be happy, but it can still be catchy, right? Like yeah. The, I mean, like you're saying about the, the vocal harmonies and stuff and the yeah. hooks and everything, it's, it's still got that kind of pop appeal without being pop, right? Yeah, yeah you can be super major chord poppy, yeah. upbeat sounding, and, like, even, like, ridiculously bubblegum happy and be yeah. singing about like World War Three or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or suicide or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess we started, uh, Jordan and I uh, started, when was it, 2017, somewhere around there, Okay. and uh, we put uh, put it together, and 
we had some other members in the start, um, and then we kind of just grew into having Neil as our singer. We added RJ as our bass player and uh, Brady as our other guitar player. Cool. And, and I mean, I know this is a hard question because everyone has different tastes, but are there certain bands that kind of the group points to as inspiration? I mean, I know you all listen to different stuff, I'm sure, but is there any kind of, you know, one or two bands that it's like, oh yeah, we sound like this, whether it's intentional or not? No, I've been told we sound like from Bad Religion to uh, Good Riddance to uh, uh, Satanic Surfers, okay, yeah, told, yeah. Uh, At- Atlas on Fire, Propagandy. Um, if, if we ever sound like that, it's completely unintentional. Yeah, it's just uh, the influence is tipping in. Yeah, yeah, it's just us writing our stuff and... It just ends up being that way, and to get somebody say that to you to me is a huge compliment. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I really. I, we all love a bunch of, of bands. Like we don't sit down and talk about it. Like let's do the let's do this in this style, right? No, you just no. Yeah, no, it comes no, out organically. But, yeah, yeah, the yeah. song just yeah. happens, sort of. And like the other thing with you know, especially like adding RJ, it was like such a great lyricist, you know, great writer. Is you know we couldn't ask for any anybody better along with Brady as well like yeah. sick guitarist sings super high right so it gives me a second to breathe yeah and, yeah yeah right so yeah it's uh, I don't know everybody is really pulling their weight and yeah writing writing solid stuff cool. for sure where do you think you fit in uh, as far as the local music scene goes because I mean the punk scene obviously is different than it was and. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of shows, I don't go to shows as much, you know, probably the same as some of you because the kids and everything, but I definitely see a lot of shows and it seems like the same four or five bands are playing with each other, like, over and over again, and it doesn't yeah. seem like there's a lot of diverse, either there's not a lot of diverse shows or I'm just not hearing about them, yeah. which might be the case, but, like, especially with, with punk bands and hardcore bands, it seems like it's the same lineup almost every time, like, do you feel like you guys are kind of stuck, it's not a bad thing necessarily, but playing with the same bands over and over again, or? We'll play with, uh, you know, any band that wants to, you know, put on a good show, yeah. we'd be happy to be a part of it but I notice uh, certain punk bands kind of stick together yeah yeah kind of like separate groups and you know wouldn't hurt to mix know, it up a bit mix yeah. it well. up a bit and, there's, uh, but yeah there's a lot of know. good bands as well that we played with right right so yeah. they're like nice nice cops yeah, yeah. they're they're in two months, those in two are, months, yeah, those, yeah, those are yeah. homeboys. Love those guys. Shout out to in two months. Yeah, well, yeah. And then they've been doing it for as long as you guys have. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, no, they're they're, they're, they're a great bunch of guys. And actually, like the first time we sort of like congregated and played a show at the pyramid, it's like it was just instantaneous. Like everybody, you know, so we know each other from different lineages throughout the music, you know, our music careers in yeah, a sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's great to see those guys. And then there, it seems that there's a lot more uh, supportiveness or, or or people backing you up in now our older age from like the dudes yeah. the dudes that are actually killing it right because unfortunately there's in music nowadays is that it's really hard to catch those kids ears and get them to get into punk a lot of them are listening to that edma or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know top 40 yeah. or you know watching silly shows like the kardashians it's like it's really hard to get your really hard to yeah. get your footing into make yourself a substantial you know foothold in in that you know we're producing good mu- music and there's a bunch of people around us that are there's so yeah. many good bands that come out of winnipeg right it's crazy it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. It's like i've been doing this for probably about seven years now and the, the, I haven't scratched the surface of Winnipeg bands. Like, oh, I've done no. 400 and something episodes, and there's still like yeah. hundreds more bands. I mean, yeah. right? But just what we were saying a second ago, um, you know, we're in an era now where there's so many bands, and so many bands have the potential to promote themselves with the internet. They can record at home, they can throw it up on Bandcamp. Like, how do you 
get yourselves heard by everyone else when there's so many bands and not just locally it's so many bands everywhere because everyone has access to everything now right like yeah. what there's only one way i think, just, i personally think there's only one way and that's developing a band writing good songs and performing a good show and when people see you live and, and you perform well that's what gets them intrigued into your music sure they're, they're, it's sort of a luck of a draw to put a, a track online and hope that people are going to hear it yeah you know? so um, personally that's what i think i think playing solid shows and you know producing good music is the best way to yeah. get your sort of foothold i don't know about you guys yeah, pretty much yeah 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 oh. i don't know like what are the tips? You talked to how many bands? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Tell, us, tell us how. I'm still trying to figure it out in case yeah. one day I decide to start a band again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take all these tips from you. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, I guess just what I mean is, I mean, like, it seems like the internet, for better or for worse, has made it possible for people to be exposed to so much more stuff, but also it makes it easier for them to be stuck in their own little corner and never leave yeah. it, right? Because mm -hmm. there's no universal music that everyone listens to anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I want to listen to only polka forever... I could go in my little polka corner on Spotify or something and just listen to that for the rest of my life and yeah. never hear anything else. The so, chicken dance. Bro. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like an extra level of complicated to try and get yourselves out there because it's not just, you know, these are the three shows happening in town. Everyone's going to see one of the three. They're going to hear you. They're going to come back next time. It's, you know, here's the 30 shows happening yeah. and here's the 600 other things I can watch on live streams or whatever, right? So, mm -hmm. just, I well, mean... Maybe it's like, has, it's like the same as marketing now. Like, if you want to get your Instagram page... Uh, liked you have to uh, have an influencer yeah. like it right like there's, yeah. there's people who have tons of following they followers or whatnot maybe you need to tap into that market and say hey here's my song about uh you know makeup and uh, boob jobs right? <laughs> uh, and you're huge yeah. 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 yeah yeah well you think about it that's how a lot of uh businesses market themselves it is online, yeah right? yeah they're hoping for that one thing they click yeah. Yeah. yeah influencers to like them share them and then that's kind of your window in yeah or you just make a stupid video where you fall out of a car and you get like 30,000 and that's yeah, your popularity yeah, contest yeah, yeah. right I, th I, video I think that's like a perfect segue into punk music yeah is that punk music is adored and attracted by a, a specific type of individual you know some people may say yeah I listen to punk music and they you know sure but like the people that are into it that are producing it you know are listening to all the the best punk bands it's, it's sort of been a lifestyle to them their entire life and yeah uh, not saying that somebody can't just jump into it and write the catchiest or greatest song ever yeah but I it, to me, it's definitely like a bloodline that you know sort of grows in you and you know I'm turning 40 and I've loved punk I, my first punk show was face to face and uh, I think no effects at La Rendezvous right when on. I was like 15 yeah, yeah. 95 yeah yeah right yeah. like but I don't even know if we like think of it like I'm 41 and I don't even really think about that shit like I'm just yeah I, I come play with these guys because like you said I know them all for a long time for different faces or places yeah and I know they all are good musicians so it's just fun you know yeah and sure. play shows cool and that's what it is for me so I don't I guess I don't really think about that shit so. well that's probably a good attitude to have <laughs> no, not, 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 not worrying about that the, the minutia of yeah yeah completely correct is is doing this now compared to doing this 20 years ago I mean do you have the luxury of not having to worry about that shit I mean like if you were 20 now and you were in a band would that you think that would consume you more like just the idea of getting followers and so. getting like, the when you're younger you have more ambition just naturally it mm -hmm. might not you may not want to be a rock star but like yeah there's part of a bigger part of you that has a, a stronger ambition because yeah. that's just normal life that's you're life. so much excited about that's, it that's, that's you, your focus yeah. whether you're playing guitar in a band whether it's punk or country or you're 
fucking making hats and t-shirts for yeah. a living. It's grown up. Your, yeah. your yeah. ambition is higher, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think so, but I don't know if it would. Yeah. I, I, I think as you get older, though, you you per, you start perfecting these skills, right? Yeah. So maybe we would have been already huge and famous if that was our goal, then, right? <laughs> well, shit, we should have totally met like fucking ten years ago, yeah. <laughs> or started playing. Started we playing met. Good. We actually yeah. we met longer than ten years ago. We should have started playing ten years ago, but I know, like everybody came from Sony, like different good bands. Like Jordan came or has played with the Deeds, right? They've they've toured. They're you know yeah. they're a popular band. Mike was in Planets Align. I was in Torn and Two. RJ was curator of uh, Asado, right? So everybody's coming from different genres. And, and Brady, we should, we got to mention Brady that's yeah. not here. Him and I, you know, did Waterfront together. Yeah. And Brady was also in Asado with RJ and uh, some other bands. Yeah. Well, and Brady was in like way back in like Dead of Iniquity and shit. Was yeah. Oh, you remember those days? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I wish he was here. Well, I played in the band. Oh, Johnny says hi, by the yeah, way. Right, yeah, I know yeah. Johnny well. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shout out to Johnny, yeah. Long McQuaig, go see him, he'll hook you up, good yeah. gear. Play yeah. your drums. Play your drums. Yeah. <laughs> he'll yeah. test them out for you before you buy them. <laughs> but you know, it's just, uh, it's always an interesting, because over the course of doing this, right, I've talked to people who are 18 and people who are 70, and like just the, the idea of what they're trying to do with being musicians is totally can be totally different. And sometimes the guys who are 60 are more ambitious than the teenagers. Like, it's, it's, it's just so weird now. There's no, I don't think there's any kind of accepted path to, to doing this anymore because it's just so wild west you can just yeah do whatever and it, it yeah it, it boils down if you're writing good songs that people catch on to it like rj said you could do the stupidest thing ever and that's the most popular thing ever yeah, right yeah. but usually uh, more often than not it is yeah that's stupid yeah, <laughs> I, I would prefer to know that we're taking the harder route traveled and that we're actually writing good songs and people are liking them yeah i'd rather have that and do that effort and put that work in then just have it handed to me for some stupid shit. Right? You know that so. stupid shit? It's true, though. Like, think about everything. I know. It's not even... Like, yeah. Lagwagon was coffee. It's not coffee and cigarettes. Cigarettes. It was, um, uh, Mr. Coffee, right? Yep. Yeah. That was a stupid song. Not a stupid, but it was... <laughs> Very it was catchy, a, though. It was a goofy song, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Scott Sucks was a huge song that yeah. broke them, and they yeah. probably hate that song. I'm sure they hate it, yeah. What, yeah. What's Propaganda's one uh, with Scott the burn in the... Fl- no, uh, but burn in the flag? Oh, yeah. Is that Scott Sucks? No, Scott I thought it was called... I thought it's some German... Hallie Selassie? No, not that one. No, that's, one. No, that's the Fuck Religion one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck Religion, yeah, that's a good one, too. But, like, no effects. Like, linoleum was... Yep. Oh, linoleum's yeah. such a good song. But, like, what else? Like, how many silly no effects songs are there, right? All of them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Off, look at fucking Offspring. Like yeah, yeah. all the big bands that made it, like Blink One Eight Two, their whole development was. There's yeah, the, there's that's the, what we have to do. All right, next song. Okay, next song's about dicks and picking <laughs> up. Apparently that works, right? Like, yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm married. I can't this do that. Called yeah. Stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This song is called the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Winnipeg has a, obviously a pretty rich punk history with all the various subgenres of punk rock. I mean, Propaganda is a great example, right? Mm. But do you think that there is a Winnipeg, maybe not just for punk, but in general, Winnipeg sound? Like, is there something about Winnipeg's bands that sounds Winnipeg-y to you at all? I hear it. Yeah? I can't well, quite explain it, but I know what you there's mean. There's, like a, there's a thing, there's right? A thing, yeah. yeah. It could be a country band, or it could be a rapper, it could be a punk band. But for some reason, I don't know if it's like the accent in the vocals or, or what, but there's, yeah, there's something. Definitely. It could be that there's not a lot to do here during the winter than write music and... Right. But that is, that's not like a unique sound though, right? That's just... No, but that, that explains the quantity of music. Yeah, there's a yeah. quantity, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, I, it's something in the water, who knows? Like the meeting of the two rivers, it's just, it's just sort of just a spot where, yeah, great music comes out of here and it's, it's yeah, it's, I don't know if you can really pinpoint the reason why that happens. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know. I don't know either. I, it could be that you know there are so many bands and it's almost sort of been passed down from generations that people meeting people meeting people playing yeah. in bands with other people and you just progressively get good together and it's just sort of like accumulating as as one whole thing over time. And I mean, everyone's such a critic in the city, so maybe yeah, that has true. to do with it. That's true. Yeah. A little bit of cynicisms and judgmentalism <laughs> in, in the music that you don't, it's not maybe up front, but you can sense it. Yeah, so it's in the background maybe, somewhere. Yeah, you can tell all those guys who look. Uh, they go to another show and they're like, oh, fuck. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But there are a lot of critics here. Like, it's hard to fucking break through here or even get people to come out of sh- come out to shows. Right. Plus, it's super cold or either really hot and... Yeah. Um, or yeah. weekends, times at the cab. Yeah. Like, that, that's the biggest way to support your best band is to go out. Go to, to the show, yeah. Go to the show. For sure. Yeah. Go to the show. Because you're right, right, there are tons of bands out there and they don't get heard because people are too... They'd rather go to a club and listen. Yep. To dance music, whatever the fuck that is. Or they'd rather watch a live stream of some festival in California or whatever yeah. at home and not get, even... You know, get your eyebrows waxed. And yeah, right. Get the gym. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Right. Tan. Yeah. Totally. I, yeah. I, I tan every day, can you tell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Like it's obvious. A gingerish, whitish yeah. guy. You've ever... You're brown as shit. Uh, well, I've been working hard out in the sun on my tan. Almost there. Yeah, well, <laughs> while I've been getting my eyebrows fucking trimmed. <laughs> I don't even know how to. <laughs> but that's a hard segue. That's a really hard segue. Um, <laughs> I think we'll put a song there. <laughs> um, how do you? Uh, I guess what's sort of next on the uh, agenda for you guys? I mean, you have a few songs that are out there now. Uh, are you planning on putting on new releases or? Yeah, we're currently working on uh, just some recordings. Uh, I guess the goal is to finish an album and uh, play some shows. Okay. Play the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Play good shows. Record music. Keep writing. Keep writing. That's about it. You know, go to work. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do, have you noticed, uh, like, since the band started, has there been a pretty clear progression in how the songs have come together? Like, or is it, or is a song from 2017 
drastically different than a song from this last week, or or you you kind of stuck with the same style? Uh, it's, consistently, the songs are kind of they're really different from each other, and I don't know. We write what sounds good. We don't try to stick to one formula or anything like that. So yeah, the progression, I mean, the way a song grows, is yeah. different every time. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean, though? Some bands that, you know, they'll get together and then two years later their sound is just, like, completely different. You guys are pretty much stuck to yeah. that. Yeah, and we're still yeah. pretty fresh at the moment. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, when uh, we start writing more songs in the future, when RJ and Brady start bringing some stuff, like, yeah, it's going to change. And yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's going to get better. We've got a lot of, like, new music in the works that are, that are being developed, you know, since RJ and Brady joined. But, um, like, we're not... We're not it. We're not the ones to just you know. Okay, let's throw a song together and let it progress through shows. Right. No, we want to play the songs people want to hear and the stuff that we know that's good and let let a song, you know, run its course until we know it's ready and then we want to you okay. know play that song. Right. So, do you have any kind of idea at this point when you'll have an album out, or is it still too too early? Well, to that's have? a good question. <laughs> I'll get um, back to you on that. Yeah. <laughs> now we've 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 got uh, we've got the songs. Um, one of the biggest difficulties about not being a full time pro band is that you know we all have lifestyles. Yeah. You know me, RJ Brady have kids. You know, and everybody has you know their full time job right that they're doing. So currently we we're, we're just doing you know Monday night practices and when when something's ready to get recorded that that's what we do. So we are currently in the midst of uh, having a, an album done. As for when that's going to be done, it, it, there's a whole bunch of factors. How many songs do we want? Yeah. What, when are we going to be satisfied with the songs for them to be ready, right? So it's definitely coming, and I, I don't know if we're necessarily the band that's going to keep it to ourselves, right? We, we could throw up songs. You, like That's another thing with the internet today. You it could is, throw yeah. up a song any friggin' week yeah. and put it on your band camp, charge a buck if you get 15 people buying it. Just made 15 bucks. Yeah. Pretty good there you go. There's a six pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost for next yeah. practice. Yeah. I don't know what beer you're buying for 15 bucks, but you can almost buy a bag of smokes. Yeah, almost a bag almost, of smokes. Yeah, yeah. I borrow three dollars. Yeah, <laughs> get a bag of smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm? Sure. All right. Well, now I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so at some point there will be an uh, there'll be an album. Uh, right now you have what the two songs that are on there. Uh, on Bandcamp, we have two completed. We have two completed songs. We're in the midst of another one being finalized. Okay. We're in the midst of going into studio to finish another four. Okay. And uh, yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of we we have we're fortunate that like playing with Brady especially because we jam in two locations. Yeah. And at Brady's place, he's got a full setup, rig, everything, uh, booth. Yeah. And we can just rent a snake from Long and McQuaid mic the drums in the basement and get a live off the floor cool. uh, track that, that we're going to be sharing with yeah, you yeah. guys that we're going to be sharing with you guys in a bit here but um, yeah we ha we're fortunate that we can do that that we can all just you know it's, it's the oddest thing I'll show you the video it's like these three guys on their guitars just in a room in the mixing room and Jordan's two floors below us in the basement playing <laughs> drums and you're yeah. just listening to it like wow like this this is the greatest scratch track ever yeah yeah that's yeah. cool so and then as far as, uh, I mean, like you said earlier, the, the kind of best way to see a band locally is to go to a show, right? Yeah. So what do you guys have coming up uh, in the near future as far as shows? Um, this Friday we're playing a benefit show for um, for that Jam Space building that uh, burnt down. Yeah. Jarvis. <clears throat> Jarvis there. Um, we actually used to rent there about a year ago, and we, uh, we moved out of there 
We didn't want to pay for jam space, but we had it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? It's probably a good so, choice in retrospect yeah, to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of us live, like me, Jordan, and Mike, all live out in St. Andrews. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. So we're all Primarily, close. So. It just made sense to have home base out here. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then we, we do have, uh, as we mentioned, uh, SOS Festival. Yeah. Sorry, just up. to go back for a second, which which benefit are you playing? Because there's a couple benefits. Oh, the right? one at the Park Theater. Park Theater, okay. Yeah. Park Theater is Friday the 2nd. And there's one at the Albert, I think, the next day, right? Yeah, and there's one apparently happening at the Pyramid okay. and uh, at the Windsor. Um, however, I think it, they're, it, they're all sort of like working together, uh, you know, in, in producing, you know, to, for this a large benefit at multiple places. Yeah, to get the most amount of money for them. All that matters is raise, like, those guys got everybody who was involved uh you know really got screwed up yeah, that, that yeah. really sucks yeah and i feel for them especially because we jam there and um i recorded a podcast there yeah a lot, yeah. A lot of our songs yeah. were the, the ceilings shut up shout out yeah. to the ceilings they did their video there yeah. and all the gear that's in that video got burnt yeah crazy i, I sold sean an amp three days before that happened and the amp's gone. i felt, feel awful about that yeah. but yeah yeah but no it's it's very unfortunate and like the first thing like, I, I saw about that because that, that happened at, like, midnight, and then I typically wake up early around 5, and then I, you know, was checking and, you know, saw, like, uh, Josh Bedry and, like, everybody yeah. posting all these photos and the, the what was going on, right? Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, like, I couldn't believe it. And then in the morning, uh, yeah, uh, contacted Corey Thomas and I was like, hey, man, did you hear about this? And he was just waking up. He's like, no, no, yeah. I'm like, well, call me back. And he checks his Facebook and calls me right back. He's like, holy shit. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, benefit show? Are we going to raise some funds? He's like, yeah, I'm on it. So yeah. fortunately, yeah, we had, we, we've we uh, got Corey Thomas behind us there. And, yeah, he set us up with this great show on uh, on uh, the second there. And cool. Yeah, can't, can't wait to help people out. Man. Yeah. And people need to come out. In order to help those, for sure, out, yeah, they, right. So yeah, it's a good, definitely a good cause. I'm gonna go to the other shows, right? I'm not yeah. just gonna play one.
And then SOS Fest is also the park, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's park two. Which, and that's which day are you playing? Because it's two days, right? Yeah. We're like, playing uh, the, first the first day with Good Rips? Or are they playing on the Saturday? Oh, that's a good question. It's on the 13th. It's on the 13th. We're playing the 13th okay, with Good Rips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the first one, I guess. Yeah, I think, it's, um, I think there's a couple shows, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weekend thing. Yeah, so... Uh, are you looking it up here? Hey? Are you looking it up there? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna inform. I'm gonna inform everybody right yeah, yeah. now. Real time learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Makes for good radio. Technology. Right? <laughs> He's now on his phone. This may take me a while, so ask another question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have aside from that? Are those two shows? Is there anything else coming up uh, relatively soon? Or are those sort of the big ones? What do we got? There's the SOS. There's yep. is yep. there a propaganda show? There could be one. Did I you think, talk yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not supposed to say no. Anything? No, you can. Oh, say you, it. you can say. Okay. It. Yeah. No. Is that also, that's also the park? I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. park too. Yeah. We're playing yeah. with yeah. them on the 24th. It's literally like, I've been wanting to play with Prop since '95. Yeah. yeah. When I first started my musical career. Yeah. Right. I was playing bass and singing, and then that only happened in one band, and then I. I was like, you know what, I, I should just probably sing. <laughs> not, not a very good bass player. But that's, I mean, that's, as far as getting your name out there, that's huge, right? Yeah, I mean. I mean they, they sell out in seconds. Like, yeah, it's five minutes or sold out. Yeah. I mean. I, did, I didn't see them from, two, from 1997, was the, I saw them, and then I didn't see them again until, like, two years ago, just because every time it would sell out. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, like, it's got to help out in terms of just getting you guys out there, right? Oh, Music. definitely. It'll be yeah. uh, great exposure uh, for us, and. That's, everybody wants that gig. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I fuck. Why wouldn't you? I've yeah. been trying to get that in my other bands for yeah. years. I think everybody in Winnipeg has been trying to get that some somewhere along the line. Right there, there. there's yeah. probably a big waiting list to get on. I I, I hope yeah, that that says something to you know the quality of music that we're writing. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. us us sort of being graced with that opportunity. I hope that that is directly driven towards. You know, the fact that, you know, even though we've only been in a band for a year, but we've all been playing music for so long that we sort of all came together and congregated and, you know, we're blessed enough to have this opportunity. Because like I said, I've been dreaming this since I was 95. I know yeah. Mike and RJ both said, right, we all wanted this. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's busy. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost right. like career accomplished. Sure, now yeah, yeah, now yeah. I'll retire. Now you can quit, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, played with propaganda. Yeah. Done. Yeah. We're done. No, but Pack people, it in. Yeah, no. Is there more pressure for that show, though? I mean, you want them to like your shit, right? No. No? Yeah. no. I don't know. They're, they're cool guys. Yeah, we, they are, we yeah. know yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty close with a few of them, but, um, yeah, no, I I know they, they can like our stuff or they can not like it, and um, we're writing music primarily for ourselves and we want to be good yeah and we you know just want to get people amped and if you do like it then thank you very much if you don't it's you know yeah you know you're you guys keep going anyway so it yeah matter. you're yeah. welcome to your own musical taste right i'm not Go back gonna, to the polka corner i'm gonna walk yeah. up the stage yeah. like why didn't you like my band yeah right no so uh, if people are hearing about you for the first time on the show what's the best option to kind of find hear, hear the stuff you do have out now and find out about upcoming shows uh, right now, uh, you can find our music on the Bandcamp page. Okay. Um, we're on Instagram, one of us, 204. And, uh, of course, Facebook. Yeah. YouTube channel now, because yep. uh, we had uh, Dorian Preston do a sweet little scratch vid for us that cool. ended up turning out way better quality than we had initially assessed. And, yeah, so we've got a lot of good feedback on that. And Yeah, just loving playing music, man. You know, yeah. It's a great release. 
for a bunch of dudes that have to still do the daily life, you yeah, know? Yeah. Being in a band is really a great release to get that pent-up energy out of you, right? For sure, yeah. And going to shows as well. Same, just different angle on it, right? I think yeah. it's a cooler bowling night, you know, for, for old folks <laughs> yeah, like us. It's, yeah. it's the coolest bowling night. Yeah, right? for sure, yeah. yeah. So, if but that's maybe a good, good place to end it off on a cool bowling night. I kind of like that as a way to end the show. If you want to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 400 and whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. Uh, you can also tune in to UMFM 11.5 on Sundays at midnight. And those are older episodes that kind of get a second push a few months after they're originally released. So it's summer now. It could be like winter by the time this airs. But by then you might have more stuff out. People can just go from their car listening to it to go check it online. So yeah, totally. I feel like you guys have something you want to... No, yeah. Go go to the park this Friday and support a bunch of people and see us on uh, September 13th with Good Rinse and September 24th with Prop. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Hey, man, thanks for coming. Right on.